The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The following show is brought to you by MTN Business. Everywhere you go, MTN. This is the Big Small Business Show, the show for all our fantastic entrepreneurs who are out there, hopefully, flying. Now, speaking about flying, my guests in studio today are Emmanuel Yamoa and Opelo Nke, two of three co-founders of Alpha One Aviation. They offer flight charters, leasing, cargo transport, and maintenance services, to name but a few. Let's have a look. Alpha One Aviation is a registered company that offers solutions for aircraft charters and aircraft leasing with a huge focus on maintenance and customization. The company also provides services in drone technology for surveillance, monitoring and data capture for potential clientele. After spending many years in the profession of flying and maintaining aircrafts, the founders of the business, Emmanuel Yamoa, Opelonke, and Lawrence Maepa, combined their extensive skills to kickstart their own company in 2018. What led us to start the business was that uh, we saw there was a gap where the AOC, which is the operator, was getting milk by the maintenance organizations. So we said, we, let's start the maintenance organization so we can help the operators. We had a lot of challenges, a lot of um, difficulties, but slowly but surely we managed to overcome most of them and here we are today. The company has been in operation for four years with a staff of 41 employees and making a turnover of 150 million in the last financial year. Emmanuel, Opelo and Lawrence seek advice from Alon on how they can secure the right funding for their business in order to expand for the future. The guidance we would like from Alon is for him to advise us on how we can expand the business into the new sectors that we've identified and not expand so rapidly that it becomes unmanageable. Uh, the next step that we, we would like to take our business to is more onto tech and also drones and then into getting into the African market. Welcome Emmanuel, welcome Opera. Thanks Alon. Thanks Alon. Right, yes, you've built quite a significant business, the three of you, sure. <laughs> yeah, 150 million revenue. Um, and, you know, for me, just I want to just move straight to it in terms of the, the finance and the funding. Whether you've thought about um, what type of funding do you want? Do you want, are you looking for equity funding or are you looking for loan funding? Well, primarily we're looking at loan funding for now. Um, we haven't, we're not yet ready to um, give up some equity for that, but yeah, so it's loan funding that we're mostly looking for. And my guess is that you've done the rounds, you've gone to your bank, you've gone to other banks, you've done the rounds. We've done the rounds. Done we the have rounds. done the rounds. It's, uh, it's quite difficult. Um, and um, yeah, it's, 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 we're at that stage now that we need to just move on to the next step and, and, and yeah, we need help. And, and, and in, the, in all these knocking on the bank's doors, which you know, 
or in the last couple of years, perhaps uh, zooming on the banks' doors. What has been the common comeback to you? What have they What have they said to you? I'm going to ask you. That is common amongst all of them. Um, I think the banks are scared of aviation. It's a field that they don't understand, mm -hmm. and it's a field which they're a bit nervous to get into. I mean, um, not everyone understands aeroplanes, so you think maybe it's a big black hole where you're just putting money and not getting your money back. So uh, things can go wrong in aviation if it's not managed properly. So I think that makes the banks rather nervous to invest in that sector. So why, given that knowledge, okay, and I, I'm going to move to the international funding market, not necessarily the expansion market, which you're talking about, but why then is equity off the table now? Is that you don't think that you're going to get the right value? Are you, do you believe you're too early on in the curve? I think we're too early on in the curve. I think we've got some big things lined up that will, in the future, make us more attractive and, and we get better value for money for equity. Uh, but not for now. It's not off the table, mm -hmm. um, but not for now. Uh, and um, mezzanine finance, have you looked at that? Have you gone to the banks to talk about the concept of mezzanine finance? We have talked to them about that, and still that was, um, uh, they didn't like our books too much. I can't, um, I'm still trying to grab my, wrap my head around exactly what the problem they have with us. But as Emmanuel says, I think it's just a uh, lack of understanding of the industry. Um, for a long time, aviation has just been seen as this black hole where money just gets thrown. And of course, COVID over the last couple of years hasn't helped, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, right. it hasn't yeah. at all. So internationally, I'll go to the international qu question. There must be specialized finance institutions that un do understand the, the, f uh, the airline industry that would know how to price for, for the risk involved. Is there no one internationally that would fund? We haven't really explored the international funding options. We've only looked at the local uh, scenario. So maybe that's an option we can look at going into the future. We had just been focusing on the South African market and not outside, outside the borders. Okay. Yeah, so, so just now let's just move to, to the business of the Africa. As I dealt with the finance, I just want to deal with, with the Africa expansion. Um, the charter business, um, actually uh, from, from what I know, uh, didn't suffer as much because when people had to get somewhere, you know, whether it's a mine, having taken, getting execs or, or engineers to a mine, they would pay for it. Yeah, that is correct. Um, it's, it suffered a little bit, but not as much as everybody anticipated. Um, and we also saw a peak, especially in our cargo operations. Um, during the beginning of COVID, we were doing quite a number of flights out of China into South Africa and also from Dubai into South Africa for uh, medical companies and so forth and mines as well, um, moving precious uh, precious metals for them. Um, so there was a little bit of a peak um, and uh, during the early stages of COVID. Okay, so it's, it's yeah, we more than halfway, so it's time for me to try and give you some insights of where to look and where to think about it. Look, I don't think for one second with the three of you and the two of you here, that building a 150 million rand business, you don't know what you're doing. So like, I, I, I wanna speak uh, from a perspective that you prob you are not probably you understand your industry better than I do, but I'm going to speak so generically. Okay. I, I would look generically at a, a business in this uh, situation. So the first thing 
is to me just talking about debt or, or, or equity. Um, and I understand that if you feel that there, there is a, a curve coming, that you might be pricing too, too cheap. But you can price for that in the equity side as well. Because if you block, so the first port of call out goes to look at the international markets, as I said. So go and, and don't just look in what you think is the traditional uh, Europe or the US um, for, for that funding. There are funders on the, on the African continent, outside of South Africa as well, um, that would, would um, uh, be funding other charter uh, uh, businesses as well and would understand that. So to expand your search beyond South African borders. The second, the second thing is to coming back to the equity side. So, so on, on the loan side, that collateral is the answer. And my guess is that you are leasing, the, you're not owning all the, all, all the, uh, the planes, you're also we leasing. Have, we have some that we own. Yeah, you have some that you own. Is the, uh, is the equity in that? Yeah, so we own, we own uh, two of the aircrafts outright. We don't have any liens on that. Yeah. Um, Movable asset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not fixed. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. fixed assets. So that's the problem: is that, yeah. that you can fly your asset away. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so there they're looking for collateral. So now, if the asset can fly away, they're looking for other assets, and they're going to come to you for those assets, whether uh, you know it's your properties or whatever the case may be. So they're always going to look for security, and now more than ever. Mm -hmm. So, so that's why it's probably very tight, very tight from the end, from yeah. that mm -hmm. perspective. So I personally, I think your only option is equity. And if you're, you're, you're what you're structurally in your head battling with is that you might not be making as much money as you know you could in the future, and it's too early, in the, in the negotiations, in the equity negotiations, that could be priced in to the deal. Mm -hmm. You can talk about an upside okay, that, or, or a clawback that if you overperform, you claw back. Mm -hmm. If you underperform, you know, there's, there's more. So you can attach the equity percentage to performance. Mm -hmm. So if you do well, yeah. you, wa you, won't be, you won't, wouldn't have sold too cheap. Mm. Yeah. That, that's what I say. So for that, to me, it's important that you find somebody who understands how to structure those deals and puts those kinds of deals conceptually together, looking at your forward projections where you're going and then making sure the, 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 the equity model look, looks, to, looks to that. But, but they too will be looking for some form of like, are you going to fly my planes away? Yeah. yeah. So th this, this, is, um, this is a problem. So you've got other parts of the business. You spoke about the drone, the drone side. You now, what, if you start, if, if you had time, I would, the way that I would be thinking about it is leverage one part of the business which is um, where you can, let's call it collateralize that. And I, I'm going to use the drone as an example. So let's say you build the drone business out and you start getting contracts with corporates, mines, etc., and you have 10 or 15 contracts and those contracts are worth X. And the only perf uh, risk is performance risk. Mm. It's a blue chip. It's a performance risk. They'll discount the cash flows from that. You can put, the, you can put that up as collateral. You can collateralize those contracts as the start to start bringing in collateral into your business. So to me, you're gonna, you, you need to start thinking more about balancing 
the collateral in, in, your, in your business through contracts or some other means mm -hmm. so that this becomes more interesting for, for expansion. That Africa expansion is going to have the same issues around funding as you've got here in South yeah. Africa. Mm -hmm. It's not going to go away. Yeah. So, so I'm not saying that the drones is the answer, but I'm using conceptually that the concept of collateralizing those contracts as part of your bigger strategy. This is a means to that. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, a very tough, but realistic, it, it's common in, in your industry. I know it's common in your mm -hmm. industry, but do think about um, that equity deal. We'll be right back straight after this. <laughs>